fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time, starting with Wisconsin. This is the Badger State Resistance Podcast, brought to you by Liberty and Freedom. The way the Biden administration has been slow in providing military support. Make no mistake about this. We promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine, they still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President, have you, I know you're running for president. You are are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet, your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. Welcome back to the Badger State Resistance Podcast. I'm your host, Justin, along with me, Lee. How are we doing, Lee? What's up? You know, I don't know um, what concern uh, you are supposed to have for the American people when you're planning on or when you are running for president of the United States. But, boy, that was uh, former Vice President Mike Pence, uh, who we know, uh, you know, betrayed the United States people January 6, 2020. And it's, it's, it's just insane to me that he could be so damn ignorant and 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 walk as and, and continue to look at the people you know in that crowd as if what he said ha- held no meaning merits or or was just yeah i think we we just witnessed um you know i don't i don't i don't know how to really describe it uh, an ass whooping of um <laughs> mass mass proportions in, in a in a matter of seconds you know theoretically it, it, in the grand scheme of the universe we just saw somebody get their butt handed to them so quickly and so effectively that um there is there is probably no recovery um when it comes to his career i don't think uh mike pence i mean not to say that he had a, a chance in hell to begin with and i'm sure we're going to get into it a little bit but mm-hmm. You know, if if anybody ever thought that he had a chance to be the president, that that was wiped out by Tucker Carlson. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I got to correct myself. January 6, 2021, but whatever. Um, you know, he he just that day he had the responsibility to the American people when there were states that were demanding that their electorate, you know, their electors be returned to the states because obviously there was something going on with the election. We know that there is all kinds of funny business. We live in a very corrupt society with a very corrupt government, um, <clears throat> but that's nor here nor there at this point. We're already down this rabbit hole. So, so the American people can actually thank Mike Pence for president Joe Biden's presidency at this point, um, which, which in itself was, was a, a campaign killer. Okay. He's got no chance. Never did from the second that, that he decided to go down that road, January 6, 21. Uh, but <clears throat> even when he had made his announcement for president, I mean, this is a guy that easily could have you know rode right into the presidency you know after four more years of trump uh had 
you know, the election been properly done. Um, I don't believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes. No way in hell. Uh, but anyways, uh, with that being said, I mean, when we talk about Ukraine, first of all, Ukraine has received eight hundred and fifty billion plus dollars uh, of U.S. taxpaying money, and and for him to be more concerned and then say when when it's brought up that the American cities are in in just downward transformation uh, with with massive crime spikes, massive amount of inflation, massive amount of poor and hungry people. And, and for, for a man that, that says, I want to be your president, give me your trust to, to do the right thing, to go out and say, that's not my concern. You know, and it has more worried about the Ukrainian people, uh, which, as Tucker pointed out, most people don't even know where Ukraine is. They just know that it's by Russia. I mean, is is insane to me yeah i I think um you know tucker really started talking about something that the majority of the people are if they haven't felt in the past couple years they're going to feel soon um is is the concept of just um struggle the, the 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 concept of struggling now i know there's always a percentage of individuals struggling and you and i if we're going to think about people struggling it's always going to be the veterans that are out there that that need further assistance and and think about all those dollars that you just mentioned that are going to Ukraine what right. that could do for uh veterans and mental health within veterans as if um you know that there would be such thing as a budget necessarily to help those individuals out there shouldn't be a budget that exists for such a thing i know that's when we sit here and talk about the the debt ceiling that was put in place and it was like you know, people talk about four trillion dollars necessarily going, um, you know, as a cap per se in, in that debt ceiling. There, there was no cap that that they left that open to be able to be spent to whatever dollar amounts that they really choose to uh, to really have. And the thing about it is, is that the federal government, in theory, if they took care of their own, a lot of that money should have been first handed over to those veterans because whatever budget you pass, whatever debt ceiling is passed, it doesn't really, you know, it, 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 to me, it's never thorough enough unless you're, you're truly helping those individuals that you decided to put in harm's way. And to, and much of that's due to, of course, you know, George W. Bush, that much to do with Barack Obama necessarily, you know, and mm-hmm. keeping individuals in, uh, you think about the, the families that were lost, um, or who lost loved ones on, you know, withdrawing from Afghanistan, you know, in the final days, necessarily, uh, the, those individuals that even assisted um, the United States Army or the or our, you know, our military in general that that were in Afghanistan. And, you know, there's still reports about people having to, to flee to Mexico just across the border to feel safe. Uh, when it comes to that, those are real people that need help. And we, we decided not to help those individuals in many cases. And we, and we, we hear about it every day with veterans, right? Uh, It's, uh, it's about if, if anybody ever deserves, you know, free medical care, it is veterans, you know? Right. And that's because they were under the direction um, of many times what I, what I think are warmongers and, it took me a long, it took me a man it takes me a long time to come to that conclusion but um i i thoroughly believe that i i thoroughly believe that tucker carlson believes that i think that's why he's upset with it and he understands that whatever money we push forward is going to be a jump start um or 
you know, really just a bridge to a further wars that are going to affect the the people that are near and dear to us. And so right now you have individuals that are volunteering in that war. Um, it, you know, there's there's reports coming out that our troops are close, if not, you know, somewhat uh, participating in those actions already. And they have to if we're, if they're going to train individuals on how to use tanks and, you know, these other right. weapons and such. And, and we are truly putting them in harm's way. And uh, again, what is going to be, in this case, what is going to be the fallout from it? And how do we plan on getting out of it? Nobody understands that you know, when they start getting over these billions of dollars. Right. Absolutely. Well, currently we have 12 individuals running for president of the United States uh, on the Republican side. So we have, once again, a clown car. Of, of individuals. And, and I think, you know, you and I were talking about this and you made the comment uh, before we jumped on the air here that, <clears throat> uh, you know, it just seems that, that at this point, Mike Pence is with stupid, idiotic statements like that. People like him and Chris Christie, you know, uh, yeah. especially those two and more than anybody are, are only there. Ace Hutchinson, he's another one, uh, are only there to try to I guess it's it's almost like they're paid opposition to bang on Trump, okay? Because you don't hear them going after you know Ron DeSantis, okay? All these people are there to try to take something something away from the Trump vote, which is not going to happen. And, and period, all, every all twelve of these individuals can stay until primary day, and and I can tell you right now, Donald Trump will still uh, run away with forty plus percent of the of the vote, okay? <clears throat> So uh, it's just it's it's insane, and, and and it just proves once again that the deep state is is hard at work to make sure that Donald Trump does not become primary winner again. You know, between the the court stuff that's going on, and and I can tell you there'll be more, there'll be more over the next year and a half, uh, and 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 uh, the sexual assault allegations will come back around. We'll hear about more. You know, the left will immediately say that he's a rapist, even though there's been no no actual conviction uh, of of that um but uh it's 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 as though pence and christie hutchinson you know haley uh you know are just there to to make sure that they can punch down on donald trump uh paid for by the 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 elitists within you know the world I mean, yeah I-, <laughs> I mean how can we, how can we um if Probably, you know, you know, you have sometimes those visuals in your mind that you just can't get out of your head. Mm-hmm. My, my, the visual that sometimes when I think about Chris Christie is is his fat ass sitting on the beach during COVID when he's telling everybody wear a mask and do whatever, and you know, and he's right. shutting down beaches and he's sitting there, uh, you know, soaking up the sun that that vitamin D. But you know, it's and I, I don't mean to to fat shame anybody. There's plenty of people and not like listen. He's a POS. I mean, everybody right. knows. I mean, he's a POS. <laughs> right. Because he falls in line with those individuals that were complete hypocrites during COVID, let alone uh, that there was that situation with that high, that freeway or that bridge or whatever the hell it was. I forget how that all Oh, went bridge down. gate. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. holy cow. And like, how do you, you know, how does somebody crawl out of there? But, you know, I got to be, again, I, I'm going to go back to the, the shaming part. Uh, listen. I, I realize there's plenty of people on this, you know, especially in America that are specifically overweight and we're, we're not healthy individuals in general. I, I definitely fall into that category. I'm, I'm overweight from what my BMI should be. There's no doubt about it. Okay. 
dad bod one-on-one come to my house all right we'll we'll feed you twinkies and pizza but okay but in reality um you know if if anybody if you watch this guy you know he just when he gets even just on the air or whatever this dude is just sweating you know balls and this isn't probably the most pg version of this whole thing going down but you know necessarily this guy this guy is specifically probably more to worry about from a health standpoint just because right. you know of of his sheer breathing problems while he's on the air most of the time in in these interviews and such and so uh you know i i wouldn't trust him from that standpoint but that, again that's that's probably minute in comparison to the, the amount of hypocrisy but he was just you know i think uh, cnn yesterday put out an article or had him on and he was interviewed where he specifically called trump a liar and a coward you know because he's not necessarily going to jump into the primary debates and such um uh, and i don't blame trump for doing that because again i think what we're seeing here is if you go up against uh what what we've seen with trump if if you go against trump and you he if he's a good debater i he because he is entertaining with his one shots you know Mm -hmm. his single short shots but that's not what they're trying to do what they're trying to do is what biden did to him uh during their first debate they want trump to talk but they want him to trump to talk too much um and sometimes he just kind of uh, stumbles on himself and he just keeps going and going instead of making his quick points like his one Hillary Clinton line of course uh, and his his Jeb Bush lines oh yeah Jeb you're you're real tough everybody knows that you know and just just quick hitters right. that's what Trump is really good at but sometimes when he's in these modes he goes too far and he gets too like ingrained and in such uh, <laughs> into the story and, and and that's not what necessarily a fighter does. I mean, if he's getting piled on it, yeah, you have no choice in the matter. But from this standpoint, you know what? Just take let let your shots hit and let them fly, and and then get ready for your mm-hmm. next one. Aim someplace else. But so this is what they're trying to do to him right now. They're trying to, of course, make their bones by hitting him that the and with the support of the media. So they'll say anything that the media outlets are are supporting. And what they'll do is they'll just ride that because they know that they'll get after the primaries, they're going to have the CNNs, the MSNBCs, all, you know, the, the NPRs of the world, all of these sure. individuals that want to have some kind of Trump coverage. They'll have these people on and they'll use Trump's name to, to make themselves look as the, if they're, they're bigger than they actually are. And so it's, again, they don't want to be left out in the limelight. How, invisible would that primary be being in milwaukee or not i don't really care how invisible would that primary be if it didn't have trump and they know that they Uh need him there and so they'll antagonize him until he shows up or they'll just continue to to rip on him the 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 smartest thing that the trump campaign could do is actually keep him out of the debates and not because i think you know as you stated he is a great debater especially with the one hitters and it is entertaining but the reality is is these people in the media have been asphyxiated on him since 2015 Okay, they they cannot they cannot not talk about Donald Trump. It's it's they have to. And these these people, these people, especially the Chris Christie's and the Mike Pence's, you know, they're they're not gonna go up during any debate and they're gonna give and give actual solutions. I mean, for him to go on to Tucker in front of Tucker and say something so idiotic is 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 proof within the pudding why Trump doesn't have to waste his time with debates. Also, the only people that are really 
really paying attention to these debates are, are are the individuals that have donated and have special interests with candidates that are within you know up on on the stage for one and the ones that are at home it's 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 more or less it's the older population and the democrats it's the left that that pays attention to republican debates you and i we don't care we already know that there's really two candidates out of these 12 that is, that's serious. That's an actual serious contender for president of the United States. And number one being Donald Trump, number two being Ron DeSantis. Okay. And, and quite frankly, I think Ron DeSantis has, has made a couple of big, you know, uh ohs, uh, on this campaign, including having a, a fundraiser with, uh, the CEO from, um, oh gosh, what's the, what's the name of that darn company? I'm drawing a blank. The, um, the, uh, Ones that do the 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 voting machines, um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's slipping my mind too. I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, yeah. No, we, um, the ones that just sued Fox or whatever. Yeah, that that um, one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so you've got you've got that, and then and then you've got other things where you know Donald. Trump, I mean, where Ron DeSantis puts his foot in his mouth, you know, saying that he would never be Trump's number two vice president because it has nothing, you know, they, he doesn't do anything. Uh, he wouldn't have any power, you know, uh, but, but, you know, he, he could be there helping build an administration that was great and America first and, and then take the reins within four, you know, that four years, right. You know, ready to, you know, help put the, put the right people in place, secretary of state, secretary of defense, you know, military advisors, judges across the country. And he could be a part of that. But instead, we're, we have a battle of egos. We already know Trump's got a big old ego. Trump isn't going to step to to anybody to be a, a vice president. He was already the president one time. And uh, he, he sure as hell isn't going to take an appointment somewhere by somebody uh, by somebody else. So, so no. we already have the battle of egos. But Donald Trump's yeah. going to win. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, these 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 early primary debates are really the, the equivalency of the preseason. And this is a part of it um, or or specifically some of those regular season games that are just, you know, so early you know, as, as the NFL schedule kind of extends out. It's, it's kind of like these early games sometimes become more um, irrelevant. And I think that's what we're what we're talking about right now. If there's a I'm not. I don't want to use the relaxed comparison because I, you know, I, I, I still think that that's sometimes like what, um, because the sense of urgency needs to be there. But I think when it comes to debating the individuals that you know are not going to be on the same stage with you come later in the season, that you know you're you are giving them limelight. Now, some of them I think are are worthy of that limelight. I want to make sure that they are on this de- debate stage by Trump not being there. I think we'll open up individuals that may not get enough attention, may not get the amount of uh, press that a person like Mike Pence or an individual like um, you know Chris Christie may get right now in comparison because of their governorship and other places. I want to see some of those faces come to light in those primaries. And that's what I'm really encouraged to take a look at for what the future of the Republican Party is, because I don't I don't care two bits about individuals that are past their prime. And right. that, you know, are being propped up right. by, you know, individuals with a, a ton of cash. But I think there's an opportunity here to still make a play. I, I think there's a huge opportunity within Wisconsin to make a play that, he, of course, Trump knows that he should be taking and prepping for Wisconsin um, mm-hmm. as a whole. And I, I don't think that's even Green Bay. I think that's Eau Claire. 
I think yeah. that's Eau Claire, Wisconsin, or somewhere in in that where you had individuals like Tony Evers and individuals, you know, in those college towns, specifically closer to the Twin Cities and such, that have probably voted more blue in the governorship historically. And so where I think Trump needs to come back hitting and set pointing out, I, I, I think there's still an opportunity to, to show that his anti-establishment agenda is worthwhile because anybody at this point in time who wants my vote necessarily has to be somewhat anti-establishment in, mm-hmm. in, in a grander scheme. And, and so I, you know, I still stand with some of the morals of the Republican Party. Of course. The problem is, is I don't know if the Republican Party even stands with some of those morals right now. And so uh, uh, though we might be guided in some of the same direction, if, if you're not sitting here having conversations about complete reform, if not abolishment of, of the FBI, uh, the, you know, in some cases, the CIA, specifically the IRS, you're you're not speaking the language to of the American people as they Correct. watch this all happen again. You know the, the trolls of the world hit us online because they sit there and talk about the differences between somebody like, um, you know, Hunter Biden uh, getting away with things and you know his father giving away with things and you know power doesn't equal law. At the same time, you have Trump who's being beat up uh, and knowing that it's in retribution and to make sure that he gets put down and, and gets any steam out of his engine to uh, to run for president. And then you have individuals uh, within the hip hop community that do, you know, may partake in some of the same stuff that Hunter Biden did and they just get persecuted. And so like idiotic people on social media be the first ones always to say like, well, that's what money does for you. It, it gets you wealth. Ch- tell me how, how wealth has gotten Trump out of like any kind of jam. The only reason why he gets out of jam or away from anything is because he's just got a, a pile of lawyers necessarily, but it doesn't necessarily equate that he's getting away with for some kind of persecution. If it, if the tables were flat and everybody was on the same surface, Hunter Biden would have to lawyer up beyond belief right now as the pressure of the United States government gets pushed on him, just like, you know, Lil Wayne and other rappers did, or, you know, like, uh, you you know theoretically even Jay Z at some point in time who I think is a liberal a hole um, had you know the pressure put on it and he still thinks that the government is a good thing so again when we talk about these presidential candidates I want people that are going to sit here and talk about anti establishment so even RFK Jr. you know they they there there's something to be said about that and man could that be a power ticket but uh, I'm I'm still going you know I still I still think Knowles a person who I think that we overlook and doesn't get brought up enough as a person, a potential running mate that I think would take that Republic uh, Republican union to a whole nother level if Trump wanted to do that. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't think the rest of them at this point in time, uh, they're, they're either on their way up, which I'm, I'm eager to hear more about them or they're on their way down and they're just getting loaded with money to be able to, to fight against Trump at this point in time and just try to demolish them to see if they can, you know, put a put another uh, you know scar in his armor per se. Right, absolutely. All right, well, uh, folks, remember, you know, we talk about blinders all the time, and um, you know, this is this is just one of those one of those situations where you have elitists like Mike Pence and and Chris Christie going out doing making stupid comments and staying the the course of their for for president and. Uh, Quite frankly, uh, you know what what's what's going on behind closed doors 
to try to you know skew or or, or manipulate the American public, uh, you know, from from not just Trump, but, but you know maybe what Joe Biden's doing or what's going on with, with Kamala Harris or Hunter Biden or anybody else. But tomorrow I have a guest with me. And uh, he's the writer of a book called Prospering in a Social Socialist Society by Ted Light- Lighthart. And uh, we're going to talk to him. And, uh, you know, I read the book and it's it's pretty darn good. Uh, and I encourage everybody to read it. So we're going to we're going to go through it, uh, some of it with him and 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 some of what he sees and, and you know, what what maybe you can do. Uh, especially with the, with the fact that you know this country just seems to be moving into a, a more more and more social socialist uh, type government or whatever society. Sadly, um, but uh, yeah. So yeah, it's it, you know it's it, maybe we just need water balloons, Justin. <laughs> well, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Mike Pence, he 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 took a few of those. <laughs> uh, listen. <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh man, don't don't tell your kids to throw water balloons at. <laughs> yeah, well, no. I guess they're water balloons. I don't know. Right, right. All right, we'll be back here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.